and welcome to another edition of Coach James Short, Leading and Growing Your Real Estate Business. Well, who do we have online today? Oh, a good friend of mine. He is the master extraordinaire. When we talk video, when we talk story, when we put it all together, we have Story Driven. Chris McCarty from Story Driven is the legend, the guru, the man himself that uh, has taken me on my video journey and a lot of my clients as well to really get inside my head, which is a pretty scary sight, um, and also to get inside of inside my clients' heads to find out how I've helped them and put them all together. So if you want to check out some of the videos, just jump onto jameshort.com.au and you can see uh, some of his artwork and his excellence work there. But I thought, let's get him online. Let's 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 find out a little bit more about his journey and, and what's inside his head. Oh, that could be scary thought. Just to really uncover some of the, the thoughts that go behind his genius, some of the thoughts that go behind his process, and more importantly, what makes it, uh, what his thoughts around really leading and growing his own business. So Chris, mate, really welcome and great for you to be online. Oh, James, what an intro. What an intro. That was fantastic, mate. Thank you. Thank you. It, it, it certainly has been a journey. What have we, we've probably known each other now almost two years, I reckon. It'd be, it'd be pretty close to that, to that Pretty that close. Point. Mm. Yeah, it's, yeah, mm. totally, totally, totally. And what I love, Chris, is, is, is that journey. You know, we've, uh, we've had some, some great discussions, some great coffee chats over, over warmed muffins and the whole bit. Mm. And what I love is, is just the, exploration of what we can do together and how we can help one another's business, but also help our clients' businesses. And that's what I really love. It's you getting that story out. So I want to share with the audience, the listeners, uh, what's been the journey so far for you and how you've got to where you are today. Yeah, mate. I mean, yeah, it, when you, when you look at that, look at it from that perspective in terms of that journey, you know, I can really sort of break it down into, into several chunks and, to sort of give people a bit of a background on myself, um, cinematographer, born and bred, that was sort of my, my technical specialty. So I did that for about 10, 11 years and just was finding that I wasn't having the relationships with the clients um, at the level that I wanted to because often I was, you know, like I could still meet the clients, um, you know, in terms of being on the shoot and all that, but I wasn't able to go down into that depth of really understanding what it is they do, why we're here today creating this content. And um, so for the last couple of years, we're story driven. Uh, a client of mine, Dennis, um, who decided to leave uh, the video production company that he was working for, uh, came to me and said, let's start something. Let's create a business which is all about getting to know our clients really well, understanding their story, and then using our technical expertise and creative abilities to bring that all together and, and, and deliver it. And so that sort of brought us to where we are now. Fantastic. I love it. And, and what I realize is that it is that whole journey and it's really getting to understand your clients and, and their journey as well. What are some of the, I guess that, and just to flowing on from that, what are some of the challenges that your clients face before they come to you? Do they have these ideas? Do they have this or do they just don't, do not know what they should be doing? What are some of those challenges that your clients face before they, they come and see you? Yeah, man. I mean, look, it's, it's, it's a real broad spectrum. Um, and, and some people it's, oh, I guess most people nowadays are very aware of video and the power behind it. It just depends on where they are in their journey in terms of, okay, are they ready to, to do some content? Have they not created anything in the past or have they experimented with it either themselves or with other suppliers? And where have been the wins? So I think that's really the biggest challenge is, and, and this goes across all clients, is 
everyone's had different different experiences and you know that whole value equation you know is this too expensive or is is am i taking too big a risk or going beyond the content i also got like the we have to as as a group look into how are you going to actually utilize the content how is actually going to get a result for you so for us it was is you know in terms of our challenge in in the video space in terms of working with clients it was really going well every client's a bit different and so that was a challenge that was put put onto us as a company in terms of well who do we serve best how can we you know get the conversations flowing faster because we intimately understand the business totally totally and what i like about that is is it's not just a a create a create creation of video and see you later it's mm. getting that in-depth knowledge that in-depth understanding um, and really, because as we all know, the power of video, but I think it's not what I see. It's not on the forefront of their minds. And I think what you guys do so well is to create a part of their whole marketing strategy to really go, yeah, guys, you've got so many of these marketing messages out there. But as we all know, video is the best way to get those marketing messages out. Let's, let's have this schedule or this calendar or this content creation. So it's easier to, to get it all out there as part of their marketing suite. Mm. Um, what, like, obviously some of your clients come to you with challenges, but obviously as business owners, we, we, we have the scars and we have obviously the, the bruises that we face going through our own business. What has been some of the challenges that you've personally overcome to really help you lead and grow your, your own business? I guess what the thing that's always central in my mind is this idea of niching, this idea of really understanding who it is that you're able to help Um, because going into business with Dennis, our biggest challenge was, okay, so we create video, but who do we create it for? And it was sort of, okay, go out there and see who, see who could bite and, and, and deliver some services, provide some value. And then, I mean, as you mentioned, you know, it's, it's going on that journey. You know, we very much got into this to have it be a journey rather than just a, uh, we'll take your money and here's the video kind of thing. And so for us, it was about learning those account management skills, learning how to interact with people and being able to differentiate between a want and a need. You know, a lot of clients want something. Um, and, you know, at, at the beginning, we were very much, okay, well, how can we deliver on that? And then we ran into various problems, budget, you know, in terms of how much time we could each put into the process. Um, which then added the compounding challenge of, you know, in terms of running a business, getting sales in, executing product. Um, video content's very expensive to do um, because to do it right, you need the right people, the right teams. And it's that constant juggling act of, well, if I haven't got enough sales, therefore I can't bring people on full time. Therefore I'll use contractors who are very good. And, you know, they, they very much can identify because you've got a, you've got a existing working relationship with them for so long, it's just a matter of bringing them in as projects come in. But then it puts a lot of pressure on, well, um, how much can the business hold on to in terms of revenue to continue its growth and its journey? Um, so that was a, a constant challenge for us. Yeah, totally, totally. But you've also had on the flip side that you've you guys have also had some really good wins, like some of the stuff mm. that you've done. It's just been phenomenal, both both for the client side, but also for your business side, what have been some of those wins that you're, you're, you're truly proud of? Our biggest win would definitely be the Zambrero documentary project. 
So through a long process of, you know, pitching them this idea of there is a story that you guys have that needs to be told and there's an opportunity to tell it, which is part of their vision trip. So every year Zambrero will send um, members from their team overseas to see the work that they're doing uh, in Vietnam and the Philippines and in rural Australia to really show them this is the impact you're having when you're in the office and doing the grind and doing that work. The challenge for us was, you know, in terms of getting that project across the line, it was something they hadn't considered. Um, and, but once we did get across, then they absolutely loved the process. They loved what we brought to it and they were very open in terms of, well, you guys have full creative control, which was very, very humbling to, to, to get. And as a result, we produced a beautiful piece of work that's then positioned us in their mind as great. Uh, a great supplier and from there we've been able to do quite extensive work with them across different areas in the business and I think that's the real core is if you understand the brand if you understand their story it enables you to then be able to communicate with all their teams um, you know across operations marketing um, and you know with Zebra being a, a franchise model they have both content for consumers as well as within the business itself so being able to be across that was great fantastic and that really is a testament for you guys of of once again really getting in and and understanding but also seeing the the foresight of the potential of what could be done with this brand rather than just oh yeah another video oh yeah another video like really taking it apart and go what's the message here what's the story behind the story and let's actually get that out there to the market and make that that whole process was huge and uh, it was really well done for you guys. Well, when, we t- you. when we talk about then, I guess, then stepping into that leadership role within your business, what are you finding are the key elements of, of being that leader within your own business? What do you find is the key areas of leadership for you? Yeah, it's, it's, it's been really challenging in the sense that in terms of our journey, so just to, to you know, for, bring people up to speed of where, of where story driven is at now. So Dennis and I co-founded it together and we were um, set to go on this long journey. But about a month or so ago, a couple of months ago, he had a, a fantastic opportunity to actually exit the business and to do something else, which really appealed to his entrepreneurial spirit, which is actually being a part of the cinema construction business in Saudi Arabia. So an amazing opportunity and one that he, he did feel sad that he was leaving myself, given that we started the business together. Um, but we both knew in our hearts that it was the right decision. And for him, for his personal growth, that was where he needed to go. In the two, in the three years we've been in business in story driven and then the obviously the years before knowing each other, the, the challenge for me was sort of shifting my role. So because it was the two of us and when you're in a small business, you're often doing everything, you're hustling and you're hustling. And so there were moments where I'd do my own account management, but very much my role was fulfillment and operations. It was Dennis brings in the work. I make sure that the process is as enjoyable as possible and that customers, our clients enjoy that process. Now that it's my business and then I'm taking it on full time as, as the, the, the CEO, so to speak, um, it's enabled me or I have to step up to the plate. And what's been great is the, the mentors that we've had along the way. I mean, yourself, James, um, one of the other great people that we had is, uh, who is actually my first employer, John Redden. 
he um, saw great potential in me from a very, very young age. Um, you know, I first spoke to him when I was 19, when I was just a camera assistant. And we've sort of weaved in and out of each other's careers along the way. And about six months ago, we reconnected and he came into the business to really help us focus in an area that we were recognizing great success. You know, going back to what we were talking about before with Zambrero, at the time, we also did a lot of work with Pollinizer, which was Australia's first startup incubator group, you know, really about how can we bring innovation into large corporates and technology. And we found that we had these clients sort of running parallel for a while, but ultimately it was this technology innovation niche that we saw great potential in. And that was the, the real drive for, for John in coming to the business. And at first it was going to be him assisting Dennis and I. So now that Dennis has moved on, he stepped up and the, together the two of us are going to take the business into that area. And so the, I think the biggest learning in terms of that leadership element is recognizing, okay, really focus on what you do and be the, the very best at it. And even though we really do feel we can serve every client on our books really, really well, as we develop, you know, especially as myself, as I develop with those business development skills, is recognizing who are the people that I know I can deliver the best results for and focusing in on that. And I think as a leader or as someone who's running a business and needing to step up into that leadership role, it's very scary, that notion of pulling back in a way and going, okay, I need to focus, I need to serve less people, but serve them really well. And it's that whole concept of don't go a mile wide, an inch deep, but go an inch wide, a mile deep. And so that's where the journey is now progressing for us into this year. That's what I love is, is, is really what you've said is, is focusing on your, those strengths and really capitalizing on those strengths as a leader, as a person and, and look at, you know, where you may be falling down in other areas. And then who do you need to bring into the mix to, you know, who their strengths are. So everyone's, everyone's really working to their strengths. And, and the other point that I really love is the, the analogy of, um, really getting clear on how you can help. So the whole 80-20 rule mm. of really focusing on those 20% of those clients and just really servicing them to, to the nth degree. So, yeah, that's fantastic. You've mentioned a little bit about mentors, uh, John, and obviously myself. Thank you. Um, is there anyone else that has, I guess, assisted and shaped uh, you to where you are today? Mm, I mean, it's, it's sort of people in in small amounts and I think that lends back to that essence of well when I met them I was more operations and it was more Dennis as the driver of the business had those relationships what's happening now is I'm actually you know taking that um, you know having that faith take having that courage to just call these people to reconnect with them and shape and, and you know share with them the journey since maybe Dennis last spoke with them or the two of us were together with them. And that's actually meant that I've, yeah, I've reconnected with a few more people who I can see that I can deliver great value for, for where they're at in their lives. And, and, and subsequently they can, they can help me as well. And there's that, that how can we help each other? And I think that really, it does come back to that niching. It comes back to, well, I'm focusing in this area. I'm having a chat with you because I know that's your area and you've been involved in it because I understand it and I'm motivated and so driven to excel in that area 
I know I can provide value. And it's, it's taking the conversation away from just, well, how can I provide a video for you to actually, you know, who, what are the sort of the connections that I can make? What, what, what industry are you in and who can I connect you with? And it's so much more fulfilling those conversations and it's having faith that the money will follow, you know, mm. your business will follow and it's just continue that, continue that rolling. And, um, yeah, so for me, it's about, yeah, bringing those, those, those mentors on, um, and just taking those chances, taking those risks. Fantastic. So if you could give, say, two to three bits of advice to the listeners out there around, could be around uh, video or could be around story, it could be around business in general, what would, say, two to three pieces of advice would be to the listeners? It, it definitely number one is the niching. Um, I, I come back to that again because it was something that, you know, early in, in my journey with some of other um, business coaches that we were working with, they said, you know, you really need to focus down on or who is your customer, describe them, what age are they, what do they look like, where do they shop, what do they do? And it's so easy to be, oh, but I serve like five or six different sorts of people or I can serve that person as well. But it's it's recognizing you've got to have one specific thing. And it's that, I sort of put it back as a question, is that who would be, if you had, who would be your, your, your favorite cut? Like think of your favorite customer and would you be happy with your business if you could literally replicate that same person over and over? Obviously, with some some tweaks, otherwise it'd be very boring if it was literally the same person. Um, but that that was key, and, and and that really took about eight nine months to really sink in um, to go there. I think once you've done that, and once you align with that with that vision, then it really you're able to then see how it is you're able to deliver value um, and. For us, it's about within that area, how can we share the stories of startups, scale-ups, the associated, you know, the business, um, so the um, accelerators, the incubators, and the government support programs who all together are going to push this, uh, push our country further forward mm-hmm. and provide more value to, to other businesses and to, you know, to people. Ultimately, it's about how can we all provide value to each other. And, and so... Knowing I'm in the right space, being able to tell that story um, means that then when I have these conversations, I can actually develop my product. So for me, the other learning was, and I guess it's, it's sort of so number one's niche. Number two would be how can you adapt your product or service to fit that niche or to fit the people you want to work with? You know, looking at, at real estate is a great example it's what is your point of difference? You know, if I'm, and I am actually, I'm, I'm going to be putting my unit up, up on the market in, in a few months. And for me, it's about, well, how can I differentiate between different people? How do I know they're going to look after me because that's my investment that's in their hands? Mm-hmm. And it amazes me how, and I, and I, re- I recognise it is a very small amount of revenue that comes back from, say, a two-bedroom unit in Sydney. Um, but... That's a big investment for me. And so the quality of service I get in looking after that means that then as things go successfully and I'm building my property portfolio and other things as well, who would I think to to engage in those services later? Because I could suddenly, things could do very well. Suddenly I buy a $5 million joint, I need to rent it out. That's good revenue for a real estate company. And if I'm just, if I'm just treated 
oh, well, it's only a $600 a week unit that you have. That's not worth much to us. You know, if that's the experience I get, then why would I take it further? And so, you know, for us in business, it's, again, if you're going to serve a client, even if it's at a small, small price point, deliver your services at the quality as if they were your very best client with a huge portfolio. Mm. Um, so that's, that's, that's the two that really, that really um, stick, stick to mind. Um, and I think when, when, when they all that, when, when you've got all that, then in terms of how you portray yourself, how you do your own marketing and then, and if video is part of that strategy, it's going to be very clear and come across. And then you're actually going to be able to engage with the right suppliers to take you on that journey. So true. Mm. So true. And I think what I like is it's that it is because you, you, and this is what you do so well within your businesses. You actually, you go on the journey with your clients and as they grow, you grow and you can see by your marketing and what you do with your clients through the, the video and the story, they, they obviously will, will grow further and then you're part of that journey as well. And I think for the listeners out there, it's, I think Chris hit the really some great points of, of, really getting clear on your niche. And I was working with a client the other day of being, you know, a specialist in this area and like it just blew her mind away because it was just like hadn't thought about it before and no one has tapped into that market. And then looking at what are those USPs because you know what, there are a dollar dozen out there of, of agents and so forth. So it's really honing down and, and what's your service offering and what makes you different. So Chris, what's, what's coming up for you? What's, what does your next six to 12 months look like in, in your world? Oh, it's going to be insane. I'm actually, um, so of the last 18 months, uh, we've been um, set up at Sun Studios, these beautiful photographic studios in Alexandria. Um, and what's really great about being in that work environment is the people that we met and the different sort of ways, the different businesses that we could get involved with. <clears throat> but now, you know, it's taking that next step, the next chapter. And the great thing is that uh, jobs for New South Wales, Innovation New South Wales have brought together what they're calling the Sydney Startup Hub. So in the centre of Wynyard, there's a building that is purposed and it's tenanted by these accelerator programs that are all about new business, new ways of working, new technologies. And so we're going to be moving into a space there called the studio, which is creative arts meets innovation meets tech. And to be in that hive of activity um, is going to be really exciting. So, um, yeah, after 18 months being here, uh, moving, moving office, setting up, setting up new camp. And for us, it's about, yeah, developing these product suites. And it's really about knowing, okay, with these startup companies, they're running exceptionally lean and they're literally going from funding round to funding round as they, you know, prove value in their business. A big part of getting out to people and about getting more customers and getting to that next funding round is the is video content because of how well it can explain what what their what their tech does um, and attract the right people um, sort of yeah just also mentioning what you what you're saying before James you know in terms of those, you know like another key piece of advice it's don't be afraid to in, in attracting certain people, you're going to repel others, but that's an okay thing. Um, you're better off impressing and, 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 and frustrating people than just being ho-hum average because you're going to get ho-hum average sort of results. It's so true. Kind of the way so, I think it. So, so true. Mm, so nice. Yeah, new, nice. New, so, new products. 
Love it, love it, love it, love it. So uh, how can how can we find out more? Where do we go? What do we see? How do we get in touch? Share, share, share. The the best way, because you know, as I'm sure a lot of a lot of businesses constantly go through, is so that constant update to the website. Um, so we need to refresh that again. Um, the best way to get a hold of me is either directly through email or through LinkedIn. Um, the great thing about LinkedIn is it enables each of us to see what it is that we do, the sort of business we work for, what our experiences are. And in that quick instant, I can go, oh, cool, I reckon this sort of person could be a great connection for you. Or have you thought about doing this kind of thing? So um, definitely there. Um, yeah, if, and if you're in that sort of yeah, tech innovation space, definitely check out the Sydney Startup Hub. It's where fish burners, uh, stone and chalk, so fintech, Tankstream Labs, Lots of amazing, great people there. And so, um, you know, obviously if you're there, hit me up. Um, but otherwise, yeah, LinkedIn's probably the best way. Love it. So go and check him out, Chris McCarty, uh, Story Driven on LinkedIn. Great profile there. And uh, connect and uh, send him a little email, email, or they're called, I think, now on LinkedIn. And, yeah, the uh, fancy ones. <laughs> that's it. Start a conversation. Uh, Chris, really appreciate your time, energy, your wisdom, and your expertise today on today's call. And uh, once again, thanks a lot. James, legend. Thank you so much, mate. Really appreciate it. So there we go. Another edition of Coach James Short, leading and growing your real estate business. We have these special guests to give you these pearls of wisdom, advice, and expertise to really help you lead and grow your real estate business. So there we go. Looking forward to uh, seeing you on our next episode of James Short, leading and growing your real estate business. Bye for now. 